Six Days to Christmas Eve Remember when we started this story and I told you the Princess of Alpanoa found herself with a little problem? With less than a week to go, marriage prospects gone, a country turned against her, and no Christmas miracle in sight? Addie has locked herself in her chambers, refusing even to see Lance or Blanche. Princess? Go away, Blanche. Five days to Christmas Eve. A cabinet meeting in action, but with Adelaide's seat empty. We'll be bringing in Queen Beatrice and her team to make the transition as smooth as possible. Let's keep Addie out of it. This is a difficult time for her. Lance approaches Adelaide's door with a tray of bonbons. Let me try. Addie, baby, it's Sir Lancelot. (laughs) I brought you some naughty treats. Nothing. Four days to Christmas Eve. Queen Mary watches a cable news program. Well, I'm sorry, but she has to follow some ridiculous outdated law to take the throne. The rules are the rules, and either way, she lied. How can anyone trust her now? But she did it so we don't lose our autonomy. I think it's badass. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. Three days to Christmas Eve. Adelaide sits in bed, wide awake. She hasn't slept. She goes to the window, opening the drapes and letting the rising sun fill the room. Then goes to open the door where Blanche and Lance are waiting loyally, sitting against the wall. Without a word, they get up and follow her in. They all sit on her bed and she looks around her elaborate chambers. Would you two still love me without all this? Princess, how could you ask us? I mean it, Blanche. You work for me. If I wasn't a princess... Addie, we are your family, and you are ours. No matter what happens, we aren't going anywhere. They both hug her, as if they were her mom and dad. Then she sits up, sure of herself. I'd like to speak to Queen Beatrice. Blanche hands her a pen and paper. Adelaide takes a deep breath and begins to write. To my beloved Alpnoe, the people I love, the country I call home. Adelaide sits quietly in front of a mirror, her team of hair and makeup artists at work. Nearly three months ago, I lost my father, and you lost your king. And less than a year before that, I lost my mother, and you lost your queen. Lance brings her an understated suit. She nods. All I ever wanted to do was to follow in their footsteps and care for the people of this country the way they did, with wisdom compassion, and strength. But in the last several weeks, I've realized that I'm not strong. I'm frightened. Frightened of letting you down. Frightened of who I am without a crown to hide behind. Frightened of change. Adelaide walks purposefully, Lance and Blanche following close behind. So I lied to you. I did what I thought was best to be your queen. But the truth is... What I did is very opposite of what this country stands for. Adelaide stands at the double doors leading to a balcony, and the doors open, revealing falling snow. There's a reason the Christmas season means so much to Albanoa. And it's not just the snow, or the lights, or presents under the tree, or, or carols by candlelight. She steps out onto the balcony to a large, gathered crowd. It's the spirit of generosity and kindness. 
in the joy that you all share, even when times get hard. It's love. I went against the very values of this country, and I don't deserve to be your queen. So I have chosen to abdicate my throne with the wholehearted belief that it is what is best for this country. The crowd is stunned in silence. Queen Beatrice will be a fair and experienced leader. She has promised me she will love you like her own and continue the great values and traditions of this fine country. Diego sadly watches Adelaide on TV, finishing her speech. I hope you know that I carry you in my heart, always. Hold each other close this holiday season, and know that this is a new chapter, full of hope, ahead of us all. Suddenly, his dog Ferdinand comes running around the corner. Ay, Dios mío! Ferdinand attacks him with licks as Lance follows behind. <laughs> How did you do these? The princess is tying up some loose ends before she leaves the palace. She wanted to make sure you were reunited. He's seen the very best vet in the country, and he's all yours. This is amazing. She's... Amazing. I know. Lance, I like you. I... I like you too, Diego. I think you might not after I tell you what I'm about to tell you. Lance runs through the city, bobbing around Santas and reindeer. He tries to hail a cab, but to no avail. Where's the rose when you need it? He runs all the way up to the palace gates. Adelaide! Adelaide! She's in with the Prime Minister, just finalizing things. We have to stop her. Lance storms into the cabinet meeting, Blanche following. Stop right there. Lance, what is this? The Prime Minister has been working against you, conspiring with Queen Beatrice to take over Alpino and sell off our mountain to mine for coal. That, that, unkind person. Blanche, I've never seen this side of you. Reggie, is this true? Of course not, princess. I only want what's best. For your pocket book. I think this is in Alpinoa's best interest. This is all just too much for you to handle. He places a fatherly hand on her shoulder. Let the grown-ups take care of things, Addy. Oh, Uncle Reggie, get out of my way. Desgraciado. Adelaide marches out of the cabinet room. Blanche and Lance follow. What can be done? I know. Marry me. What? I know it's not ideal, but we get around the law. No, I'm not just getting around the law anymore. I'm not being dishonest with my people or with myself. Too bad. It would have been a very stylish wedding. I was thinking peonies and miniature ponies. Stunning. Do you hear that? What is it? It sounds like... They move towards the balcony, and Adelaide pushes the doors open to reveal a crowd of hundreds, maybe even thousands, surrounding the palace with signs of support for Adelaide. What in the... Lance steps out and waves adoringly to the crowd. Blanche pulls him back and pushes the doors closed. What's all this ruckus? The people have gathered in support of Adelaide. I've never seen anything like it. Except for maybe a Neiman sample sale. 
They love her, your majesty. They want her to be their queen. Isn't there anything we can do to change the law, grandmother? I wish there were, my dear, but it's not in our power to change the law. Queen Mary peeks over the balcony. That's up to the people. A little girl holds a sign that reads, All I want for Christmas is Adelaide to be queen. Geoffrey, bring all the bylaws to my chambers. Uh, all of them, your majesty? No, just whatever's convenient for you. Yes, of course, all of them. Uh, straight away. Lance, Blanche and Queen Mary pour through legal books and royal decrees. That's the last of it, your highness. Here. What is it? This says we can use the guillotine on weekends. Um, good to know. Uh. Ah, I've got it. This proclamation from 1906 states that an emergency referendum may be called if the enjoyment of Christmas is at stake. The enjoyment of Christmas? Shut the front door. That cannot be real. Yes. Yes, I remember. A story my grandfather told around the Christmas tree when I was a little girl. He said the people came together and demanded a vote to declare Christmas a national holiday and let laborers be home with their families. The decree was enacted to ensure nothing would interfere with the holiday ever again. But does this count as ruining the enjoyment of Christmas? Did you see all those people out there? Well, it's naughty if you ask me, but I guess this country's kooky Christmas obsession turns out to be its saving grace. The four rush down the palace halls to put their plan in action. It says we can call a vote immediately, but we will need 80% approval to change the law. That's nearly impossible in any election. Let alone an election two days before Christmas. With no warning. In a snowstorm. Easy. A palace guard escorts Diego, who carries Ferdinand. Your Majesty, uh, this man's palace credentials have been revoked, but he said it's an emergency and uh, the dog was cute, so... Uh... Your Highness, please, just, just hear me out. Then I'll go. We don't need to hear anything you have to... Go on, Diego. I was wrong, Your Highness. They threatened my Ferdinand. But you got him back for me and I didn't even ask you to. I didn't deserve your help, but you generously gave it anyway. You should be queen of your own country. This is what the people want. Let me help you. Why should we believe anything you say? You lied for your job when you were scared, your highness. Well, that's not fair. I, I, I know it's not the same, but you realized you made a mistake and you want to fix it. All you have now is a publicity problem. My specialty. Let me help. We better get to work. Two days to Christmas Eve. Snow comes down hard as townspeople rush around last-minute gift shopping. The usual Alpinoa Christmas spirit nowhere in sight. Hey, that's my train set. They're sold out. Get your own. The TVs in shop windows suddenly switch from Christmas movies to breaking news. Quiet. We interrupt your regularly scheduled broadcast of a Christmas story to bring you live to the palace where Queen Mary is making a rare public statement. It has come to my attention that Alpinoa's way of life 
is at risk. Queen Beatrice does not have the best intentions for this country, as she plans to mine our mountain, shutting down our highly popular winter destination that brings joy and jobs to so many. Is this for real? Diego steps in stealthily. It is. As Queen Mother of this country, I cannot let this happen. And as Adelaide's grandmother, I must express how proud I am to see how my granddaughter has devoted herself and her entire life to this country's well-being. I implore you to take action. But what can we do? So glad you asked. A vote has been called immediately to change the antiquated law that states the princess must be married in order to be crowned queen. I thought it was a pretty dumb law anyways. Starting at 7am tomorrow, December 23rd, polls will be open. We understand how this might interfere with your holiday preparations. But feel strongly, this will save Alpinoa and ensure a very Merry Christmas with many more to come. That night, snow falls heavily, filling the street, piling on top of cars, making the city almost disappear. Seventeen hours to Christmas Eve. Blanche stands at the polling station anxiously with no one in sight, talking to Adelaide on the phone. Oh, the crowds are... Huge, princess! She looks out to the horizon and sees nothing. But suddenly, a single dog sled emerges, pulling a family of voters. I'm here to vote to change the law for Princess Adelaide. Then, a horse pulling a sleigh full of voters arrives. And finally, people in snowshoes from all over start arriving in huge crowds. Diego suddenly zooms up on a snowmobile, Lance holding on behind him, both in spandex snowsuits. Right this way, amigos. To the poles. Nine hours to Christmas Eve. Hayden packs his things from his family home. Papa's the best care possible now. The royal family won't go back on that. And, and you're staying on as palace chef, so... I think it's time to get back to my life. Hayden, come on. You love her, you dingus. How I feel about Addie doesn't matter. She doesn't feel anything. Maybe at all. That's crap and you know it. She might not always be able to say it, but you know she feels the same. She told me I'm nothing. Ouch. I just gotta get out of here. Okay? Okay, the big sister in me wants to way oversalt her soup tonight, but... The woman in me wonders... What? Remember the time you told me I smelled like a day-old cheeseburger? <laughs> yeah, of course. You were trying to get me to go back on the t-ball field after getting whacked in the face. Mm-hmm. I was trying to help you face your fears when things got tough, because you were... Terrified. I was also six. So you were mean to me to, like, push me away. Classic. Not excusable, and I will be under-seasoning her chicken. Classic. It's probably just press again. I'll take care of it. The tea hath already been spilt, y'all. Nothing more to see here. Bye-bye, gossip monsters. Wait, I've had enough of this. What What are you doing? Aiden, what do you think about the referendum? I think it's only right that the people get to decide. 
Does this mean Adelaide won't need you no more? She never needed me. The law is ridiculous and she figured out how to fight it. What about you, Aiden? Will you fight for her? Adelaide doesn't need anyone to fight for her. She's the most capable person I know. She'll be an amazing leader and I wish her all the best. That's all. Eve looks at her brother, broken-hearted for him. Please take me to the airport. Four minutes to Christmas Eve. Adelaide tensely holds a cup of tea, watching Hayden on the news. Her grandmother and Lady Marmalade by her side. Clever boy. Indeed. We interrupt your regularly scheduled broadcast of It's a Wonderful Life to bring you today's referendum election results. At the same time, Queen Beatrice waits in front of her TV, also holding a cup of tea, surrounded by her staff. Well, it seems, by an unprecedented margin, 93% of the country has voted to overturn the law, stating Princess Adelaide must be married to become queen. It passed! Blanche and Lance run in, covered in snow, and tackle her with a hug. (laughs) I couldn't have done it without you. Come to think of it, I couldn't do much at all without you. Well, I don't know about that. Oh, she's right. Blanche, could you have the car pulled around? Where could you possibly be going, Your Highness? It's snowing llamas and lizards out there. Whatever it is, I'm sure it can wait until... Blanche, as your future queen, I command you to bring the car around. She's saucy as queen. I like it. At the McConnell home, Eve answers the door. Princess? I'm sorry to come by so late, Eve. I just, I wanted to apologize to your family. Well, to Hayden. He's gone, Your Highness. He just got on a flight back to America. I see. Of course. Of course he did. Addie. Thank you, Eve. Merry Christmas. Adelaide rides in silence, watching the snowfall as the city passes before her. We'll just stop for a quick presser to thank the people, then get you to bed, Princess. You can call him, you know, or text him or slide into his DMs. It's not like he's gone forever. He fled the country to get as far away from me as possible, Lance. I was horrible to him. Don't be so hard on yourself, Princess. They arrive at the city centre, and Adelaide steps up in front of the Christmas tree. Adelaide, uh, how does it feel to know the country showed up in record numbers to support you? I couldn't be more grateful. The opportunity to lead this country is the honour of my life, and now it means more to me than ever. What's the first thing you'll do as Queen? The Cabinet and I are discussing improvements to the ski resort to boost tourism and using profits to create affordable housing for service employees. Any big Christmas plans now that things are settled, Your Highness? Things have been a bit wild for my taste. I think we'll stick to tradition and have hot cocoa round the Christmas tree. Uh, Will the prince be joining? Uh, I mean, the caterer? Oh, um, no. Hayden has gone back to America. I wish him all the best. Do you miss him, princess? I... I do. I'm saddened that he was caught up in the crossfire of all this. He's a wonderful person and deserves happiness. Do you love him? 
It wouldn't be right for me to, um... Yes. The truth is I do. But he's decided to leave out the no end. I respect that choice. What if he missed his flight? Pardon, sorry, I missed the question. What if he missed his flight? <gasps> On purpose. Oh, it's him. It's him. Oh. Because I told you I would come find you. Every time. Adelaide's eyes go wide as Hayden steps up onto the stage and takes Adelaide's hand. When you said it was real for you. Yeah. It's real for me too. I know. You think you know a lot, don't you? <laughs> well, I do know this one thing. What's that? You want me to kiss But before he can even get the words out, she kisses him, tears falling down her cheeks. Christmas Eve! Every pew filled, the breathtaking cathedral filled with poinsettias. Princess Adelaide enters in a dramatic white cape, Lance by her side. As she walks down the aisle, Blanche sits in the front row. Diego hands her a handkerchief. Adelaide's eyes rise to meet Hayden's, who sits with Pop and Eve. And when she reaches the throne, she kneels. Do you, Adelaide, solemnly swear to govern the people of Alpinoa with justice and mercy, according to their customs, laws, and traditions? I solemnly swear to govern the people of Alpinoa with justice and mercy, as long as they wish me to do so. With this, Queen Mary places a sparkling gold crown upon Adelaide's head. Bestowing strength, courage, and conviction, I now anoint you Queen Adelaide I of Alpinoa. Christmas Day. Gathered around the Christmas tree are Adelaide, Hayden, Lance, Blanche, Diego, Queen Mary, Eve, Pop, Lady Marmalade, and Ferdinand. Adelaide and Hayden are both in sweats. Well, I would say something about your casual attire, but you're queen now. Oh, I don't care if she's queen. I take one day off for Christmas, and this is what she comes up with. Oh, I'm with you, sister. Lance high-fives Queen Mary. How you feeling, Pop? Best I've felt in a while, kid. But you just worry about what's under that Christmas tree. There couldn't be anything under that Christmas tree that I don't already have right here. How about you, Addy? Expecting anything sparkly in your stocking? Hey, now. I'm just happy to have time to really get to know the real Hayden and not some... Builder Prince? Exactly. Diego <laughs> cautiously approaches Lance. Do you forgive me yet? Well, let's see. You messed with my best friend and lied to me. But then you came clean and helped save the day. So, I'll get there. <laughs> then, maybe it is okay if I... Ask you for my Christmas wish? 
What's that? Diego points up to the mistletoe above them. You. Diego pulls Lance in and kisses him passionately. Finally. And I did get you a little something, Addie. Hit it. Blanche opens the door and a string quartet enters. Your parents would have loved this, Addie. They're here with us, princess. Addie's eyes well with tears, and Hayden grabs her by the hand, pulling her up to dance to the music. Lance and Diego join in along with Blanche, Eve, and even Pop. Thank you, Hayden. I... Love me? I know. You think you know a lot, don't you? Nah. I don't know much at all. He pulls her in close and he kisses her. Just as Ferdinand trots across the room and curls up with Lady Marmalade right under the Christmas tree. The end. Well, Addie got her Christmas miracle after all. Now, will you help us with ours? Hi, I'm Jenny Moliere, writer of Build a Prince. This audio series was brought to you by a passionate team of writers, actors, audio engineers, musicians, and more. But it was always meant to be a feature film, and you can help us make that happen. Rate this podcast, share it with your friends, and shout us out on social media, will you? Follow at Build a Prince for updates and stay tuned. This year, you helped us build a prince. Next year, shall we join Addie and Hayden as they attempt to build a baby? See you next Christmas!